You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. The cost of fixing three waters is going to be astronomical and Kiwis are blind to it. That's the warning from credit agency S&P Global. It's released a report suggesting councils are gaming the system in building new infrastructure in the hope that someone else is going to end up paying for it. With me now is the director at S&P Global Ratings, Anthony Walker. Hi, Anthony. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Now, when you say astronomical, how big are we talking? Uh, we're talking a lot. Um, the government has pegged its cost of 120 to $180 billion, just to put that in context. That is upwards of more than three times the current per annum spend councils are doing today. Do you think so it's a re- lot of money? Do you think it's realistic, Anthony? Because every time we put a, a, a price on something, it always blows out. So is it likely to be more? It's likely to be more, and it's likely to take a lot longer to build. So we're talking about more water infrastructure today than councils deliver in total per annum, and we just can't see it happening as forecast. In what way can't you see it happening as forecast? Uh, New Zealand just has too many capacity constraints in the market. There's not enough people, not enough building materials. You do have natural disasters. Unfortunately, there's reconstruction going to go on in the North Island in the next couple of months. Mm. Um, There's not enough people in New Zealand or resources to deliver current budgets. If you're going to increase water budgets by three times the current level on top of growing budgets, we just can't see government spending this much money or water entities getting the money out the door. Do you think that we need to, Anthony, be realistic and and live with an infrastructure system, a water infrastructure system that just isn't gold-plated? Well, that's the key question. Do you really need gold-plated or can you just get by with what you've got or something in between? So the, the realistic solution is probably better than you have right now, but maybe not $180 billion worth. Uh, do you, why do you say that we are blind to it? Um, I don't think I we're blind to it. What I've kind of talked about in this report is that the affordability aspect has kind of been pushed to the side. Mm. We're talking about should it be on or off balance sheet for the councils? Should it be co-governance? These are the big issues, but reality is nobody's really talking about the money and who's going to pay for it. It doesn't matter whether it's the councils, the sovereign, the crown, or the water entities. At the end of the day, the average New Zealand taxpayer is going to have to pay a lot more money for water infrastructure, and that debate really hasn't got... Uh, the, we don't think that's what the media coverage it deserves. Anthony, what does a water system look like if it is better than what we've got right now but not gold-plated? Uh, we're talking about $1.8 to $2 billion a year in the budgets for spending on infrastructure. Uh, this kind of gold-plated uh, you know, $180 billion is $6 billion per year. Mm. So it'd be somewhere in between there. So you're talking about 3 or $4 billion a year, which is still a very big number. Are we still, with the $2 billion spend a year, are we still digging up the pipes and replacing them with better pipes? Uh, very slowly. So yeah. it is getting done, um, but it seems to be more and more councils. We work with 25 councils. More and more councils are not replacing pipes at the end of the useful life, which is usually around 100 odd years. Mm. They're waiting until things get much further down the track until sometimes things are too late and pipes start to break. So the case of Palmerston North, is it your opinion that Palmerston North is going for the gold-plated option in the hope that somebody else picks up the bill? I think they're acting logically, to be honest. Um, they have a consenting issue where they have to get a new uh, wastewater treatment plant built in the next few years. There's a, a legal requirement there to get it done. Um, so why not try and get it done today when they've got full control over the process, then in two or three years' time when they're not going to have full control? So it's probably bigger than they really need. But in the future, if it does go to a regional water entity, it makes sense to make it much bigger because you're going to be having other districts using your water system.
Have you guys done the numbers at all on what this will do to rates? If, if, if we lump the, the rate payer with the cost, what it'll do to rates, and if we lump the water entities under the Labor plan with the cost, what it's going to do to water costs? Uh, we haven't gone through it in a lot of detail yet. What we've seen is that the government has come out with some numbers. Um, we think they're questionable. They're saying that the cost of water without reforms is about $9,000 per house, uh-huh. with reforms at 80% lower. So that, that's a huge saving for scale, and we're questioning the fact that we don't believe they'll get an 80% saving through, through the water interview. What kind of saving do you think they'll get? We think they'll get some savings. You're obviously having scale and buying and bulk building and kind of having better planning across districts means that you'll get some scale through uh, major water entities. Uh, but having an 80% scale saving of the councils who are highly rated governments, governments are usually the highest rated things in the country. Uh, they have cheaper access to capital markets than many other industries, including utilities. So it really questions where this saving is going to come from. Is it going to be purely on buying power? That's a big assumption. Anthony, thanks for talking us through that. That's great to, to have a chat to you. That's Anthony Walker, Director at S&P Global Ratings. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.